Good morning, beloved. All of you, you are life-giving spirits. Say, I'm a new man. You're not the old man. The old man is Adam. The new man is a son of God. You all want to come ahead, all backseaters? Come ahead, fill up the chairs. Okay, beloved is awake. We have some new sons here. All the new sons, put your hands up. I'm seeing someone new. Your mother. Oh, good to have Joel's mother here. Very good. Good to see Shaila here after many, after COVID. <laughs> I'm kidding. No. Uh, new sons, okay? So all the ones who are new, we just call you beloved. You're welcome. You didn't come, you were called. Okay? How many remember what we did last week? Can we have the board up? How many remember what we did last week? No one is going to sleep here, huh? Last week, someone went to sleep before I started the sermon. All eyes awake because this is the most important time. The word is coming forth for you. How many remember we started New Man? Yes, you remember what we discussed? Don't be alarmed by the PDF that I put there. It has many things, but I'm not planning to read everything. I just put there because so that you don't... It's a recap that we're going to have. Yes, what were you saying? The work of the Holy Spirit. What else do you remember from last time? Jesus the shepherd. The good shepherd. The shepherd knows his sheep. You are a new man. Okay, let's read the first scripture. We're quickly going to go through some scriptures that we read last time. Okay, what is happening every time you come? I love uh, Kanchan's testimony. Yes, because she is praying for somebody. I've never heard these testimonies before from her. But suddenly, because she's waking up, she's praying for somebody who's at the other part of the world. And this person is now, and these are doctors. Doctors that she's praying for. And people are coming out of ICU, coming in normal ward. Things are shifting. The prayers that before maybe she prayed, things didn't happen. But suddenly now you're speaking and things are shifting is because you are changing. You have started believing who you are. You are waking up. And so even as you are waking up, everything around you is also waking up and responding to Christ in you, to you. That is sonship. Sonship is all inside out. Nothing outside in. Yes? Okay, now let's quickly go. Galatians 2.20. Who has been crucified? I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. That's our starting point. If you believe in Christ, if Jesus is in you, if you got born again, you receive Christ, what is the work of God? What did Jesus say is the work of God? They asked everyone, what is the work of God? And Jesus said, this is the work of the Father. Believe in the one whom he sent. You all believed in him? The minute you believed in Christ, you came out of one rim into another. Plonk. The old man is gone. The new man is here. And the Holy Spirit has come into you to kick out that old man from your soul and establish the new man. The old man came after he partook the tree of knowledge of good and evil. So all our information, all our experiences, everything that we've had from the world, from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, what is the fruit is death. Just program death here. 
And now the Holy Spirit comes to kick out death from here, from your soul and to bring in life. And life comes from Christ. Yes? So we are under the tree of life. That's why in all areas, whatever the testimonies are, they are producing life. From glory to glory, ever increasing. We are not in fivefold ministry gifts. Gifts are good, okay, but they don't do anything. You'll receive a gift, a word of knowledge, a prophetic word, but you stay the same. All the fivefold ministry is so that you're established in sonship till you come to the perfect man. So you don't need somebody, a gift of healing when you are divine health. You are understanding. Okay? Now see this, Romans 6. For if we have been united in the likeness of his death, certainly we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we are no longer slaves of sin. For he who has died has been freed from sin. Hebron took that song, whom the sun sets free is free indeed. What did the sun set you free from? Death, sin and death. Stop being obsessed with sin. Really, religion is obsessed with sin. They cannot perceive that somebody could come and take it away in his body. The more you are established in this, you will begin to reign in life, even over addictions and all of these. It takes a sun to reign over things. A sinner can't reign. Sinner mind. Okay, we will talk about this. One second. Let's go ahead. 2 Corinthians 5. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, look, all things have become new. Now all things are of, are of who has reconciled us to him self in Christ Jesus and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. Verse 21, for he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ. Okay, I'm going to read a few and then we will talk about something. Ephesians 2, look at this, for he himself is our peace who has made both one and has broken down the middle wall of separation having abolished in his flesh the enmity, that is the law of commandments contained in the ordinances, so as to create in himself one new man. So what are we talking about? The new man. Let's go to the next verse. Ephesians 4. All the apostles is the fivefold ministry. The prophets, everything, everything, everything. What is their job? They're all working in the ministry for the edifying of the body till you come to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God to a perfect man, to the new man. So what should church be talking about? The new man, not Moses. The new man. That is the definition of church. Jesus coming and establishing the new man. So if you're not in the new man, you're re reaping the old man. And whatever, everything is of the old man. That's why it's so important to be under the right tree. Under the right tree comes the right fruit. Okay, now see this. So growing up, I'm just reading the red highlights for you. But speaking the truth and love may grow up in all things who is the head Christ. Okay, let's see the next 
the new man, verse 17. But you have not so learned Christ, if indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning your former conduct the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, that you put on the put on the new man which was created in God in true righteousness and holiness. So what is the armor of God when it says put on the armor of God? The breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, the belt of truth. What is all this? Putting on the new man. It's not physically putting it on. Consciously being aware, no, I'm in the new. The old has gone, the new is here. The Bible says, Jesus says, you shall know the truth and the truth will make you free. So how can someone be in bondage and bound? You will know lie and the lie keeps you in bondage. That's why how does someone even get divine health or prosperity on any areas? It simply says that the Holy Spirit leads us into truth. And then true truth comes freedom. That's why you're getting established in truth. Someone can quote all scriptures, but if there's no reality of that in the heart, then they're not living it. They will not see it in their lives. Because it's merely just quoting scriptures. That word, when you're receiving this word, is getting alive in your heart. It's establishing an understanding. Then it's a reality. Then you're speaking is because you really believe. And then things are shifting. That's why it starts in the small things. I always tell you that. And you'll see these things. I love Madhuri's testimony. Imagine she's looking for the passport. Now technically she is the son in the house. But it looks like the worst things are happening for her. The husband, who she's praying for probably, they get the passport, everything goes very fast, but for her, it's a delay, then you have to apply. Look what that entire situation can speak to her and say, you are not the beloved. You don't look like the son right now because all these other things are happening to your husband, not to you. And that's when I told you, you don't let the experiences tell you your origin and who you are. And let them dictate you and tell you. So what does she do? She dusted it off. It doesn't really matter. Because your sonship is not through the experience. Your sonship is because by blood, by the seed. Because you believe something and you got born. And now you're a son. And then everything, trust me, begins to shift. You don't have to tell or prove your sonship. All of creation, everybody knows who you are. And sometimes you just rest it out, wait it out. You'll see it's who you are that all things are responding to. And things will happen for you. Yes? You know, I have this... Uh, okay, let's continue and then I'll, I'll take you there. Okay, where were we? Ephesians 2. Quickly, I'm reading all of these things. I already read Ephesians 2. Okay, let's go to 3 John 1, 2. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your... Soul prospers. John 16, we spoke about the Holy Spirit. What does the Holy Spirit do? Convicts the world of sin, of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin because they do not believe in me. Now you've all believed. So that part is over. Of righteousness because I go to my father and see you no more. Or you see me no more. And of judgment because the ruler of this world has been judged. So what is he convicting you of? Who is righteousness? 
Only a son is righteous. Sinner is not something you do. Beloved is smart. Reinforcing these things. Adam sinned, the whole world became sinner. Adam's seed, then from him, because he messed up, everyone who came from that seed was born in death, was born a sinner. Second seed comes Christ. The minute you receive that seed in your heart, you are born righteous. So righteous is not, righteousness is not something you do. Righteousness is who you are. When you are walking on the path of righteousness, the path is not righteous. You are righteous. And because you are righteous, your path is righteousness. And there is no death in the path or not of the paths of righteousness. There is no death in the, your path because you are righteous. You are understanding what I am saying. Everything who you are is by blood and by seed. So you can't call yourself a son and be a sinner. They are two different state of beings. Are you a sinner? Are you going to wrestle with it? You are not going to wrestle with it. This is where righteousness by faith comes in. I am going to read something more. Okay. Now see this. John 10. I am going to read a couple of these things and then... Uh, okay, let's go to Romans 10. Romans 10, 6. Romans 10, 10. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto... Where does the believing come first? Establishing in your heart. And then with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. John 10.10 10. Then the Jews took up stones again to stone him. Jesus answered and said to them, Many good works I have shown you from my father. For which of these works do you stone me? The Jews answered him saying, For a good work we do not stone you, but for blasphemy and because you being a man make yourself what is it saying? Make yourself God. Jesus answered them, Is it not written in your law, I said, you are gods? If then, if he called them gods, to whom the word of God came, and the scripture cannot be broken, do you say of him, whom the Father sanctified and sent into the world, you are blaspheming because I said, I am the Son of God? If I do not do the works of my Father, do not believe me. But if I do, but if I do, Though you do not believe, believe the works that you may know and believe that the Father is in me and I in him. Say this, the Father is in me and I am in him. Therefore they sought again to seize him, but he ex escaped out of their hand. Let me read John 5. But Jesus answered them, my father has been working until now and I have been working. Therefore the Jews all the more sought to kill him. Because he not only broke the Sabbath, but also said that God was his father, making himself equal with God. So when you are calling someone father, what does that mean? I told you the Pharisees knew. We can get familiar with that word father because now Christianity has been there for the longest time. Everyone's used to calling father, 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 father. But in their heart, people can call father and still think God. And man. And this that word father means nothing. But they understood that time it was very new. Because no one used to call father, Godfather. It was Yahweh. 
And so this guy comes and says, father. They understood. Dog can't call lion father. If someone is calling lion father, that means that small cub is also lion. So that means if this guy is calling God father, then that means he is also God. Lion's son is lion. God's son is God, equal with God. And so they took stones to throw at him. Because they knew the heaviness of that word father in your mouth means same species. Now father in your mouth is equal with God. Same species. That's what it means to be joined as with Christ. How powerful are you? You're all waking up to your Godhead. <laughs> That's what it means. How powerful you are. And the more you're waking up, the devil is shitting bricks. Oh man, they're just walking in and I have to leave. These sleeping sons are now waking up to know how powerful they are. That's what's happening. Okay? That's how dominion is getting taken. Now see this, John 1. So what did they do? Okay, let's read John 1. He was in the world and the world was made by him and the world knew him not. And he came into his own and his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, he gave the power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but born of so sonship, your sonship is born of, your sonship is born of God. God is spirit, so the son is also, your identity is coming from your spirit. Your flesh will always try to drag you and give you an identity and keeps you in the realm of sin because you look at your flesh and you keep messing up. And that's the time you have to disconnect your identity is not coming from your flesh or the things you've done or the things you will do. Your sonship is by spirit, by faith. And that's why it says from this position, then you can deal with things in the flesh and you can kick them out. But you can only kick them out knowing that you're a son and a king first. You are understanding. Okay? Now see this. 1 Peter 1. Since you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit in sincere love of the brethren, love one another fervently with a pure heart, having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible seed through the word of God. So you received Christ, you got born again, your spirit was dead, your spirit and Christ's spirit it says, he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit. And this person got born again, born as a new creation. The Father took you and put you in Christ. First you were in Adam. Now he pulled you out. And now he's placed you in Christ. God is not relating with you through your flesh. The religion and the world can see you through your flesh. And will give you an identity. But the father is relating to the son through his spirit. 
That's why everything that we are talking about is by spirit. That's a position at the right hand of the Father. And it says those who are led by the spirit, they will have the fruit of life and peace. Those who are carnally minded, means seeing your identity through the flesh, is going to drag you down every day and condemn you and give you an evil conscience. You cannot please God through the flesh. And every time it acts up, you set aside, you say, no, that's sin in my flesh, this is not who I am. My identity is at the right hand of the Father. That's how you begin to reign in life, even over addictions, even over sicknesses, all of this thing, over death. Knowing that our identity is secure, the right hand of the Father, it's coming because as He is, so am I in this world. It is through blood. You are understanding what I'm saying. So what happened? You got born again, born of that seed. Christ's seed came in you. Born again means born from above. His nature, his DNA, born righteous. Now, born righteous. Where is the law of sin and death? In your members, in your body. One day you will get a glorified body. Then that day you will not have to struggle. That I want to do something with my heart, but my body is doing something. That all will not be there. Everything will be in perfect alignment. God knew that you cannot get right and this sin nature in you, this drags you down. So you know what he did? He sent his son. He sent his son, put him on the cross. All your, whatever you do, amiss, is called sin in the flesh. He took it and judged it in the body of Christ. So now father is well pleased with this sacrifice. Because your sin and my sin has not gone overlooked. It has gone in someone's body and it has been judged. That's why it says all our requirement has been condemned in the body of Christ so that now today you can live in this world and not be pulled by the flesh and allow it to tell you who you are. You separate yourself and say, thank God I am a son not by what I do, but I'm a son because of what he's done. This is the foundation of sonship. Righteousness by faith. From here, you can rule as kings over all the crap that goes on in your body. Because it takes a son, like I said, to deal with those things, to uproot them. Yes? Okay, now see this. 1 Thessalonians 5. You are all sons of light, sons of the day. John 12. Then Jesus said to them, A little while longer, the light is with you. Walk while you have the light, lest darkness overtake you. He who walks in darkness does not know where he is going. While you have the light, believe in the light that you may become sons of light. These things Jesus spoke and departed and was hidden from them. So those who received him, God gave the power to become children of God, sons of God, sons of light. Say, I am a son of light. In me, there is no darkness. Yes. Okay. 1 John 5. If we receive the witness of men, the witness of God is greater, for this is the witness of God, which he has testified of his Son. He who believes in the Son of God has the witness in himself. He who does not believe God has made him a liar, because he has not believed the testimony that God has given of his Son. The Father has a testimony about you. What is this? And this is the testimony that God has given us eternal life and this life is in his son. He who has the son has life. 
Say, I have life inside of me. So the new man, the new man, the new species, look at you, look at yourself and say, my new species, me, new me, huh? we are not getting life from outside. Because you were born of life. That's why you're a life-giving spirit. You open a blue bottle with blue water in it and then you pour it out. What will come out? Red water. Why will blue water come out? Because it is blue from inside. So why are you a life-giving spirit? Because you were born of life. The new man, Adam, is death. The new man, the new seed, the seed only is life. So I got born, I came out of Jesus' womb, imagine that. And now this new child is born of life. So everything that he does and everything that he will do and lay is life. This new child that came out is righteous by birth, not by what I did. I was born righteous. So now wherever I walk, my path is, there's no death because the righteous is walking on it. That's why if you go to that company, righteousness, do you know what righteousness hates? Evil. That's why now if I see sin in my body, I have to know first I was born righteous, then I can deal with it. Out. It's not, I will not let it mess with who I am. It acts up, but I know it's sin in my members acting up. But my standing, I was born righteous. Flesh, you can't tell me who I am. It's sin in my members. Then I can deal with it because it's not in my nature. Not because I'm right, wrong and all of that. No. Religion is trying to get to God through the flesh. All religion, Hinduism, Buddhism, wherever, do good, get good. Trying to attain to godliness through flesh. You cannot. Because Adam sinned, the whole world is a sinner. That's why even after you get born again, this body, you'll have a glorified body one day. But you cannot come and get right through your flesh. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. And it says, then you look at your, your members on the earth. It disconnects and say, yeah, and then we can deal with all that crap. You are born righteous. This new species, this new man of you has life in himself. The son, that is you, the new man has life in himself. That's why everything, now if you have life in yourself, this is the law of life. Now, symptoms are in your body. It will eat it up. It is going from life to life. Like he was sharing, the kidney is getting better and better. Because resurrection life is eating up all that death in the body. Progressively, you are getting healthier and healthier and coming to the place of divine health. Say, I have life in me. Yes, the new man, the old man Adam doesn't have any life. He is getting life from the food he eats. You and me, sons of God, the new species, the new creation, we are just like Jesus. Jesus said, I live because of my father. So even you and me, we live because of our father. Our source has changed. 
our source has changed everything is coming from the kingdom from the father and in the father there is no death there is no lack so that's why even in your life there is no death there is no lack so a son is born of life has life in himself that's why you're able to give the life you lay hands on the sick that sickness is leaving why sickness is death so where more power comes death is leaving you go pray for someone who has no money money is coming because it's type of death because you are born of life righteousness means life righteousness leads to life sin means death but we are not sinners if you are a son please say that you are not a sinner sinner is not something you do that is the world a son is born righteous my whole identity is not through the flesh my identity is through spirit i was born so people can say but priya used the f words that day and all yeah that is sin in my members that is the flesh that's what the world does poke you to your flesh and now see your standing through your flesh sons don't see your standing through your flesh sons see the standing through the blood i was born a king i was born of life the more you know this truth the devil hates it i have come into this world the prince of the air is here but he has nothing in me he has nothing in you because if he can poke you he can poke you in your flesh right and he can tell you but then you have to show that this was crucified the payment has been made where is his hold he has nothing in you now see this let's go to you're receiving these truths it's good because if you receive these truths you start walking in divine health okay see this where was i beloved is awake john 5 for as the father has life in himself wow he has granted the son to have life in himself and to exercise authority execute judgment because he is the son of man that's what jesus was doing you know i was reading yesterday john i get distracted i i i decided to write the word for you and then i go in the night and i changed everything because i only got ministered in the day okay so i changed everything and then i was coming here on us i was putting up all new scriptures for y'all um so i was reading jesus never said you know i command you and i command the disciples were writing it down as he commanded he was just speaking lazarus come forth then get the pots fill it with water and then mary is saying whatever he tells you whatever he commands you do it but these were disciples writing he was commanding i was saying jesus is not commanding i command you demon get out he is just saying go and the demon is begging so do you say command like suppose now your maid comes i command you to go and wash the dishes i command you to swipe the floor or to broom the floor whatever you call it i command you driver to go and start that's a weird who's commanding to the others it looked like that because he was talking his words were like a command and they were blindly doing it follow me put their nets down followed him they could tell that this is a man who's speaking and people are just blindly doing this looks commanding and so they're writing he's commanding but i was saying when jesus is talking he's not saying i'm commanding you i command you lazarus come out lazarus come forth so now what you tell your maid in your house i command 
bring the bottle, wash the dishes. Yeah, so keep it simple, no? I command you in Jesus' name. Just speak. It's happening. Your words are spread and they are life. A son, whatever you are speaking is a command that you're giving. You are getting it. <laughs> Just speak. Keep it simple and normal. Okay? I told you they were looking at him, the people. They knew this man looks man, but he is not man. He is a new man, a new species. And he speaks and things are obeying him. And then they say, what kind or what manner of man is this? What manner of man are you? You are a different man, a new man, just like Christ, not Moses. We are in the second Adam. I was reading yesterday, I was really doing, I was like, man, because I hear some, testi uh, not testimonies, like experiences from people's lives and I'm like, you know, when, when Jesus came, the Pharisees were saying, we are of Moses. Who are you? We listen to our father. And then Jesus is saying, if you listen to your father, you would listen to me. You are not of your father. He was saying this. And there was a distinction between Moses and him. Now you can get born again. And you know what the Torah is? The five books. Genesis, Leviticus, Deuteronomy, Exodus. Where all the law is. You can get born again and still live like a Jew. With Jesus somewhere in the middle. And then you wonder why you're not seeing the life. Because you don't even know what you're doing. It's all over at the cross. Jesus came establishing the new man, fulfilling the law of Moses. Karma, all is on Christ. So now you are the recipient of the newness of life. That is the gospel. If you're not preaching sonship, it's not the gospel only. I don't know what it is. That is the truth. Are you happy that we are preaching the new man? What Jesus shed the blood, new man, not old. We're very happy because even Moses is very happy. See this. Okay, I'm going to do this with the spectacle testimony. <laughs> not take my glasses. 1 John 5. We know that whoever is born of God does not sin. But he who has been born of God keeps himself and the wicked one does not touch him. Just receive this blindly. Because everyone will go, but look at my flesh, I did it. Yes, flesh. But you are not your flesh. Our entire sonship is not through the flesh. It cannot. That's why Jesus had to come in the flesh and die. Your entire sonship is a spiritual truth. Receive it. He who is born of God does not sin. But because he has been born of God, this person keeps himself and the wicked one cannot touch you. It is a spiritual truth. It's not through the flesh. You are receiving it. Because if you receive this, it says the evil one cannot touch you. You mess up in your flesh, he pokes you, makes you look at your flesh. But your sonship is not, your righteousness is not through your flesh. It is a spiritual gift. Receive it. It's because of what Christ did. You will start reigning in life. And the things that mess up in your flesh, now you can kick them down. If you know this. Because we are called to be slaves of righteousness. That means, sons, everything in you 
trust me, the father knows, wants to be just like him because you're his children. Everything in you, everything in you hates evil because you're born of your father. That seed of righteousness in you. Light cannot stand darkness. Life cannot take death. They're two opposites. Righteousness hates evil. The more you are waking up to this, you cannot stand those things. You'll subdue them. But it takes knowing first that your entire sonship is by faith, by blood, not through your flesh. Yes? Then you will have these testimonies. You walk in and the cancer leaves or the coma patient comes out because he's so scared of you. Romans 7, Paul is really, look at this. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. For what I am doing, I do not understand. For what I will to do, that I do not practice, but what I hate, that I do. I don't want to say the F word, but it came out. Then, if then I do what I will not to do, I agree with the law that it is good, but now it is no longer I who do it. Sorry, I missed one line. If then I do what I will not to do, I agree with the law that it is good, but now it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. See, he separates himself. For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, nothing good dwells. For to will is present with me, but how to perform what is good I do not find. For the good I will to do, I do not do, but the evil I will not to do, that I practice. Now, if I do what I will not to do, it is no longer I who do it, but don't be so obsessed with sin. God is not. He put it all in His Son and the judgment has been taken away. He is more happy when you receive His righteousness. Because righteousness, you will reign over death. This body is going to, I told you, till you get a resurrected body, your body is going to slip here and there. You will walk. That's why a son cannot stay there. You can do some stupid things, but you can't stay there because the seed is in you. Everything in you wants to be just like your father. And then you get up and yeah, walk again. <laughs> Shake it off. But you're born a king. You're still the righteousness of God. You walk like a king because it's not through the flesh you were made right with God. It was through his flesh you have received that righteousness. It's no longer I who do it. What does it say? But sin that dwells in me. I find then a law that evil is present with me, the one who wills to do good, for I delight in the law of God according to the inward man, the new man. But I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my... Where is the law of sin and death? In your members. Oh, wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? I thank God through Jesus Christ. <sighs> so then, with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the that means the flesh is always talking to you. But so is your spirit man. 
And so you, your entire identity is a spiritual identity. Receive it by faith. The father is very, very happy when you do that. Okay? Now see this. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Has made you free. Is it saying it is not there? It is there. But he's saying you don't have to be bound by it. I have set you free. And how he has set you free? For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh. On account of sin, he condemned sin in the flesh. Where did he condemn sin in the flesh? In the body of Christ. That the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the spirit. That means we know, we understand that you cannot. So this is what I did the father is saying. Because you cannot get right with me through your flesh, I send my son. So all your rubbish, everything, whatever judgment you should get, I put it in him. So then now today your flesh messes up. Don't let it tell you who you are. Separate yourself from it and still know that your sonship is through blood, through what I have done. A son, you are listening, you are understanding, and this seed is so deep rooted in you. A son is not a sinner. End of story. Adam was a sinner. The minute you came in Christ, he put you in Christ. A son is born righteous. You can do works that don't look righteous. Because the body of sin and death is still there. This, this flesh that you're living in. But your identity, you were born righteous through the seed. And the entire existence that we're living in this earth, we're living by the faith of God. That means my righteousness is by faith. And I'm walking it. You are secure sons at the right hand of the father. Now you can kick the devil's butt. Because he has to first make you, accuse you and make you feel wrong somewhere. To even put death on you. You are understanding what I'm saying. The more you're getting secure in this righteousness, don't worry about sin. You will not want to also. Because everything in your nature is like a king. It eats up. Where life is, death can't be. Where righteousness is, evil can't be. You'll walk away from it. Because you're just like your father. You know, Father has more faith in you than in the works of the devil and darkness. Okay? Now see this. Um, where was I? Next page. Beloved is awake. Set your mind. Okay. For those who live according to the flesh, set their minds on things of the flesh. That means I want to get right through doing whatever. But those who live according to spirit, up there, right hand of the Father, Set their minds on the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life. That means it will result to life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God. It is not subject to the law of God. Nor indeed can be. It's saying that there are two opposites only. You do, do, do. You will get frustrated. Then you will give up one day. Okay? For nor indeed can be. So those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Stop it. You cannot please God through your stinking flesh. Okay? But you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. 
If indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you. So is he looking at you through your flesh? If the Spirit of God is in you, you are in the Spirit. Now if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he is not his. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit is life because of righteousness. And if the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal body through his Spirit who dwells in you. Because the Spirit is righteousness. Righteousness means right with God. Righteousness means no sin. You're not a sinner. God is righteous. So are you. Righteousness and life are on one side. That's why sons, your portion is in any area. What will it be? Life. Because you're righteous. You're the new man. You're not the old man. Double-minded person is what? Old man and new man. That's what it is. You are not old man. Old man is gone on the cross. You are not Adam. You are new man. New man is born righteous. New man has life in himself. Is not getting life from outside. So that life in me, where life is, death can't be. That's it. Okay? Now see this. Sonship through the See, I love the headings. Sometimes you read the headings only you'll get saved. Sonship through the, through the flesh? Through the spirit. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will, yeah, you want to get holy in the flesh, die. It's not possible. But if by the spirit, you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For as many as are led by the flesh, by the Spirit, by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. Slap yourself. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by the by whom we cry out, Abba, Father, the Spirit bears witness with our spirit, not our flesh. Our spirit that we are children of God, sons of God. And if children, lion ka bacha, lion. If children, then heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If indeed we suffer with him, that we should also be glorified together. The spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. I like that word children, leave it. Children of God. God and then God's children will be God's. And so whatever I have, my divine nature, everything, I'm giving it to these people. All of them. Really, when you say father, when you say father, it becomes family. Man has problem with God. Because he really thinks he's so low. And God is something that you cannot attain. But when you think father and son and kingdom and here to destroy the works of the devil, then you will not feel terrible about this because you have a job to do then. Go kick someone's butt here. The devil's butt. You were made that to do something. That's why life-giving spirits to give life to whom? Go and save your brothers, brethren. Get them in. Kick the devil's butt. You're there. The son of God was born to destroy the works of the devil. 
when Jesus was going, the devil was getting tormented and begging and saying, please don't come here. You are tormenting me. So we don't get tormented by demons. Demons are getting tormented by you. Okay? Now see this. Where was I? Galatians 3.10 For as many as are of the works of the law are under the curse. Oh, oh. You're trying to get right through your flesh. It's saying you're under the works of the curse. Don't even do that. For it is written, cursed is everyone who does not continue in all things that are written in the book of the law. Not one, all. Because if you break one, you've broken all. You keep one, you have to keep all. But that no one is justified by the law in the sight of God is evident. For the just shall live by faith. Yet the law is not of faith, but the man who does them shall live by them. You do it, you want to get right through the flesh. He's saying now you'll have to live like that. See this. Verse 13. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. Christ has redeemed you. You know when they say generational curses. Now sometimes you can look at your life and you can see a pattern. When you see the pattern, I told you the cross simply shows us the disorder. So that when you see it, please know, oh, this was an Adam. But now because I'm in the new man, this cannot be in my life anymore. I break it. So I'm not like physically saying in Jesus' name, I break it, I break it. No, it's a consciousness knowing that, no, this is there in my family. Oh, this one had this, this one had this, this. No, I'm sorry, but now because I'm in the new man, no, I'm not going to have this. I'm in the new. That's what it is. You're receiving the truth and the truth makes you free. I had digestive issue. Maybe some others also had digestive. My grandmother, whatever, whoever had. Are, but how come I also have it? I never saw it only. So why was it here? Because I never saw it. And then I know, oh, I'm redeemed. It cannot. No. I took on the new truth. Symptoms came. Symptoms, no, no. And now I'm in the new man. Yes? By the renewing of my mind. What is the Holy Spirit doing? Convicting prayer of righteousness in this area. You're right. You're born. You cannot have this disorder anymore. So I just resist and I rest in it. Everything that we are speaking, if you don't believe... Not that by believing it's becoming true. You simply believe it because it is the truth. You are born these things. So sometimes I go to sleep just knowing it's not my believing. I was born righteous. So righteousness to me is like a law. So everything that's going to happen is because it's like a law, all of these. Because I was, it's who I am. I'm born this. Prince William is not waking up every day claiming his inheritance. He goes to sleep knowing his inheritance is by birth. He was born this. So he's not believing every day. You are understanding what I'm saying. It's a knowing. You rest in the being. This is my being of who I am. I was born. My being is a new man, a new species. Yes? So, and because you are sons, God sent for the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying out, Abba, Father. Therefore, you are no longer a... A... Slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir of God through Christ Jesus. Ephesians 2. But God who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. He raised you up and placed you together and made you sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. 
1 John 5. Whatever or whoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Who is he who overcomes the world but he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? Do you believe that Jesus is the Son of God? You became a new creation. New creation is an overcomer. The new creation is an overcomer of all things. That means in all things I have one fruit, life. I co-labor with the Holy Spirit. I go and do what he's telling me to do. And then I will see life because it's in my nature to have life. It's like I was born a son of the light. So if I was born light, then darkness can't be my fruit. I was born light. So wherever I go, darkness will flee. My fruit is only life. Your sonship is by birth. So you're not going to come and ask me questions, is this sin and is this sin? Everything is sin. Everything is sin. Yeah, it is. Everything is sin. That's why you needed a savior. And so now I'm born a son. So your sonship is by birth. A son of God is born again means what? Born again. Born righteous. Not by what you do. You were born righteous. So a son cannot be a sinner. <laughs> Put it in you right now. So stop messing with sin, not sin, sin, not sin. You were born. A son can't be a sinner. They're two different species. Adam is a sinner. You receive Christ. You got born son. Son species has life in themselves. Sun species, righteous. Sun species has one fruit, life. This is the new man. Sun species, the seed of the sun is in him. He cannot sin. The devil can't touch you. Period. Take it. Sun species doesn't look at flesh. Flesh is here. It is there. It tells me every day I'm a sinner. Yes, I know. I cannot get right in the flesh. Sun species is living by faith in this world. By faith. My sonship is by blood. So I separate myself. And from there, I can deal with that crap. But you have to first know these truths. Yes? Secure in this. So no getting me messages. Is this sin? Is this not sin? Secure? Listen, this truth is so good. You will wake up. Those sicknesses will leave. You will wake up. The court cases will go. Because now you are so secure that your sonship is not through flesh. It is through the spirit by blood. You were born righteous. It's not something you do. You were born it. And because you are born it, you do righteous things. It's in your nature. Yes? Secure? Go to sleep. At home. Okay, Galatians 4. Now I say that an heir, as long as he is a child, does not differ at all from a slave, though he is master of all, but is under guardians and stewards until the time appointed by the father. Even so we, we when we were children, were in bondage under the elements of the world. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who are under the law, that we might receive the adoption as sons. 
And because you are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying out, Abba, Father, therefore you are no longer a slave but a son. And if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. Okay, I just read this. I read Ephesians 2 also. He put you in Christ. You're an overcomer. Son is an overcomer. 2 Peter 1. Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness is God-likeness. Through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises, that through these you may become partakers of his divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. You know what this means? You sanctify yourself constantly. Through the promises, you have been you are partakers of his divine nature. As he is divine health, so are you. The son has life in himself. Because the Father has life in Himself. So I have life in myself because Christ has life in myself and Christ is in Father and Father is in me and they all are in me. My source has only changed. Adam lives from outside in. Science also he needs outside. Sun, inside out. Everything. Okay? Now look at these. Some, you know, I, I was, this was my previous message for you all. So I put it last. Okay? Anyways. Okay, let's read Mark 2. So the, uh, Jesus forgives this paralyzed man. Okay, so Jesus, new species, new man walking on the earth. First, he just looked like the only one. But now he's not the only one. He made many more sons. He's the first, first born again among many brethren. Creation is also waiting for the manifestation of sons. These gods, God species coming up. Because they're going to kick the devil's butt. That's our job. Okay, now see this. Two. Mark 2. A few days later when Jesus again entered Capernaum, the people heard that he had come home. They gathered in such large numbers and there was no room left and even outside the door and he preached the word to them. Some men came bringing him a paralyzed man carrying, carried by four of them. Since they could not get to Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus by digging through it and then lowered the man, the mat the man was lying on. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, now see this, this man is sick, and then Je Jesus relates sickness to sins. Okay? Son, your sins are forgiven. Now, some teachers of the law were sitting there thinking to themselves, why does this fellow talk like that? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? Who is he to forgive sins? They knew that only God can forgive sins. Only, say it, only God can forgive sins. Immediately Jesus knew in his spirit that this was what they were thinking in their hearts. And he said to them, why are you thinking these things? Like why do you think all these things? Which is easier to say to this paralyzed man, your sins are forgiven, or to say, get up, take up your bed, take up your mat and walk. But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the man, I tell you, get up, take up your bed and go home. He got up, took his mat and walked out in full view of all of them. This amazed everyone and they praised God saying, we have never seen anything like this. Now, John 20. Jesus rises, he goes to the cross, he rises again, 
he meets Mary Magdalene. Jesus said, Do not hold on to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father, but go instead to my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my Father and to my God and Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news, I have seen the Lord, and she told them that he has said these things to her. On the evening of the first day of the week, when the disciples were together, with the doors locked for fear of the Jew Jewish leaders, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and sighed. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Again Jesus said, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, Jesus said, Father has sent me. Now he's saying, I am also sending you. Father sent me. Now he's saying, as the Father has sent me, I am also sending you. Same way. Now see what he says. And with that, he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. First only Jesus received the Holy Spirit. Now who is receiving? All of you are also receiving the Holy Spirit. And then he's saying, if you forgive anyone's sins, they are forgiven. If you do not forgive, just now they wanted to throw at him stones, blaspheming and saying only God can forgive sins. Now Jesus is telling you, if you forgive, they are forgiven. If you don't forgive, they are not forgiven. How come? You become another son of God. Look at the power and authority. No, I don't want this. Please, sickness, come. Stay with me. We live happily. Yeah, that's what Christianity has become. Mockery. False humility. This is what the blood did. So we are very happy to receive this. Because we go and set people free. It takes a son to set someone free. If you don't walk in that, the devil is not obeying you. Then you can say in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, nothing is happening. Because he knows, he can see your heart. There's nothing established in the heart. Sonship is here. Then you just look and he will flee. Because it's not my words, it's who I am. Entered the room. This is the price the Christ blood has paid. And we are so happy to receive this truth. You, receive, you forgive the sins. Yes, thank you. Jesus, you made me just like you. I'm here to do your job. First, one guy was kicking everyone's butt. Now, many sons are kicking the devil's butt. But if you don't know you're a son, he's kicking your butt. Because you don't know. See this. John 9. Jesus heals a man born blind. Now he went along. He saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? What sin he did? His mother sinned, his father sinned, he sinned, he's not even born and he sinned. Neither this man nor his parents sinned. Jesus is like, it doesn't matter. Okay? Who sinned? But this happened so that the works of God may be displayed in him. Who cares? It's come to my ears. It's come to the son's ears. Son is a savior. Say, I'm a savior. If it comes to your ears, you're meant to save that situation. It shouldn't go next to you. Because it bypasses you, it bypasses God only. Then where is it going to go? It came to the son of God. God is only sending prayer requests. No, it ends here, at your ear. See this. As long as it is day, but this happens so that the works of God might be displayed in him. 
As long as it is day, we might do the works of him who sent me. Night is coming when no one can work. While I am in the world, I am the... So now someone is blind and what does Jesus say first? I am the light of the world. After saying this, he spat on the ground, made some mud, put some saliva and put it on his eyes. And he told him, go wash. And the guy went and he came seeing. Every problem with you and me, we solve it with who we are. So the problem is outside, but we fix it with who we are. So blind man comes, but Jesus says, I am the light of the world. You see your bank account, there's no money, but I am abundance. My resources come from my heavenly father. So bank account is lack, but bank account should not be telling you who you are. Don't take on an identity that I am middle class, I am so and so. No, you have one truth, you are rich. Because he became poor to make you rich. World's rich and father's rich is very different. World's rich is by materialistic things. You're rich. Five things you have is more than what maybe the ten things that people have. Now believe this, I am rich. Yes. It is the truth. Now... When you don't let everything tell you who you are and let this word be in you is because righteousness and rich is on the same side. Just as the way poverty and death and sin is on the same side. It's a curse. But it's restful increase here in Christ. I am rich by blood. I was born rich. This is the truth. Now you will see that truth working out in your life. Okay? See this, Matthew 8, Jesus comes to storm. Then Jesus got into the boat and started across the lake with his disciples. Suddenly, a fierce storm came, uh, struck the lake with waves breaking into the boat. But Jesus was sleeping. The disciples went and woke him up shouting, Lord, save us, we're going to drown. Jesus responded, why are you afraid? You have so little faith. Then he got up and rebuked the wind and the waves and suddenly there was a great calm. The disciples were amazed. What manner of man is this, they asked, that even the winds and the waves obey him. You know, what manner of man is this, that winds and the waves obey him. That means all creation recognizes who the... Do you have to prove it? You don't prove your sonship. You know, when you receive a truth, you receive the truth because it is the truth. Yes? Because it is the truth. Suppose now, <clears throat> I'll talk about tithing just in a bit. I give money. I told you I tithe. It's very important that I'm on this side of the cross. Like I'm very zealous about this. People who are preaching this and Moses and all, I don't want to do anything with them. I don't give them anything I don't want because I'm multiplying that. Why will I want that? So I'm very conscious wherever that my tithe, the tithe goes to the high priest. Jesus is my high priest and I'm putting it in the kingdom. Then the offerings and all of that, I can give the orphanages or whatever. But it's very important that my money that I'm doing is going in the kingdom. It's going in the tree of life. The one that is preaching righteousness by faith, that you're on this side. Because that is getting multiplied. I'm giving my money for the multiplication of that. So imagine if I'm just putting money anywhere, multiplication of Moses. And you're helping that death and death in abundance. I want life and life in abundance. So now I do this. One, I tithe is because I want to show mammon. You don't rule me, I rule you. I am my father's. Now this is the reason I tithe the money. 
10% I give. I don't do profit loss and all that. I just give the whole chunk 10 give. These days I've been putting that extra 10% like GST on my bills. It's called BL, beloved tax. <laughs> I don't tell them, sun tax, but whatever. Uh, so I'm doing this. So I do that. Now, suppose now I started tithing. Now I got this. The father spoke to me here. Priya, you will give it here. Now suppose I put it there. Now suddenly I'm doing a project and that project, one project doesn't happen. It falls down. Now suddenly, do I check and say, oh, another project also didn't happen. Oh, let me change this and I will start tithing somewhere here. Did I really believe it? Did I really believe that truth? See yourself how you do things. Do you change things because of those things not happening? Then you never really believed it because of the truth. You're believing it because of the experience. And it's not really established in your heart. When you believe the truth, the doing is matching because it is the truth, not because of what it should produce. You are understanding what I'm saying. I don't shift it. I did it because it is the truth. Whether I get a project, I don't get a project. I don't care. I know what this is. And the truth is, and I wanted to multiply because of that. That's what I do it. That's what truth means. Otherwise, it's not, you're not believing it. You're just speaking it. But there's no establishment in the heart. You know, I was talking about people. What Jesus speaks, who he is and what he does is... There is a verse in the Bible yesterday I was reading. Uh, you know, when I tell people, if you know the truth, you cannot be under a ministry and a church that is not preaching righteousness. I don't know how many of you are logged into Beloved and go somewhere else also. This is for you. And I'll give you a verse. I was reading, I was like, man, I said, how can I make them see this? Like, this is not about me. We are not, we actually put people out from here. You know, we are not about multiplication of numbers and come and fill up the seeds and all. Seeds, we are not like that. We are about, Beloved is a revelation. So if you get it, the whole body gets it. And we are very aware of oneness. Nothing coming against the oneness. So we can be five people and one, we're very happy. We don't want to be 100 and there's no oneness only. It's guarding the oneness because Jesus says, if you're coming against them, you're coming against me. Put the accuser of the brethren out. No accusing anybody here. Now see this. So I was going, and this is for you. John 12. Nevertheless, now Jesus has done all these miracles. Nevertheless, John 12, verse 42. Nevertheless, even among the rulers, many believed in him. But because of the Pharisees, fear of some man, they did not confess him, lest they should be put out of the synagogue. Maybe some relationships they won't understand. For they loved the praises of men more than the praises of God. Hey man, I don't care. And I've seen this, 99% of people tell me this is because of relationships. I've gone in that church for 30 years. I know people there. I know the whoever, the leader there and all. You are more, you love the praises of men than the praises of God. If you really believe in your heart, you can say, son, I believe I'm the righteousness. I'm a life-giving spirit. And then you go and attach yourself with someone who's preaching Moses. What a son speaks, what he does, everything is one. This is not about God. He really, his heart is really wants to see you blessed. This is about all principality, power. They know 
you can say what you want your heart doesn't believe unto righteousness and then the shit happens in your life and you wonder why who are you fooling the principality powers know everything they look right in there they can see you want dominion you walk you take it in the small things so what you speak what you do everything is say one i am one you are on the side of christ yes christ is on the side of sonship yes established in your heart he is not moses is also on the side of sonship only you are understanding what i'm saying moses was waiting abraham was waiting for our day david was waiting for our day but when our day has come we want to go and become one with the old no they're waking this is the truth it's called the church of the first born you want to see shift in your life no sometimes is those things cut off so i cut off everything i cut off even the relationships they don't want life i'm not there i'm i have two types of friends either i'm giving life and they're coming in if they don't want anything to do i don't even hang out and then i'm busy with others whatever i'm doing i'm giving that life no like this attachments just kept there if they're not giving you life giving spirits trust the father that he will give you new new attachments new friendships in the new yes i did this look what happened i had to cut away but when i cut away blindly at that time and it didn't make sense he gave me new okay so now this is not about me telling you leave church this is about you no you have to be very serious i'm very serious about this side of the cross and then you say i'm son and son and they do those foolish things oh okay you know another thing i'll tell beloved is matured say i'm matured beloved how does jesus jesus every son hears the intention of the person's heart not the words say i hear the intention of the person's heart you know what that means my mom can say something i can say something said all f's and all i've said this to my mom also okay and but if she is secure that i am actually for her because she knows priya is for me she loves me the words will not hold ground even if i've said it because our relationship is based in the intention of the heart now a mature son looks at the intention of the heart a carnal son will go with the words you know sometimes i see like when i say something that i said i never really said that because i don't even believe that but maybe my words have come out and it has gone in that person's ear this devil has twisted things because the father spoke something to eve very clear to adam and then who twisted it all and put it in eve's ears and why did she do something amiss because she was not secure in the intention of the father's heart for adam or eve for both of them they were not secure that god was for them maybe so now this twisting of the word happened and now this person has believed a lie and done something and sometimes as even people write to me i said i don't even believe this like i genuinely don't believe that also but if i've spoken and they've received all these words and i'm like man this devil has had such a field day and the reason why that will happen happen is because that person is not secure in the intention of my heart to them and that is something that i can't do that is something that only the father can do 
when I read Paul, that's why I don't get messed up with scriptures. This he said here in Corinthian, he said there in there. So I know Paul's heart, Christ in me. I understand. I got the revelation of it. Oh, I know his heart intention. Oh, he's got that. Now here and there and all, I don't. I see through the intention of that heart. Ah, oh, he must have gone Corinthian church. Must be acting a little foolish and also he's giving them some things to do and all. You you see like that. Once you know your father's heart also towards you, no scripture will hit you here and there. He said this is the scripture, the scripture. Array. He sent his son for you to die. He rose again. See the intention of the father's heart for you and be secure. So then you're not tossed to and fro by the scripture, that scripture. You are understanding what I'm saying. I've told even beloved, hear each other, forget the words. The intention of the heart. So you will never be offended. The devil can't use you then in the words. Suppose you send a text message. If I don't put the right emoji, it can come off as very angry. But then I put the emoji. Yes, it's become like this. Get tomorrow, see you tomorrow. Exclamation. Command. See you tomorrow with heart. It has become like this. Then forget the emojis and all of this. Just know the intention of the heart. No? So tomorrow I can say, see you, son, exclamation, and they don't get think I'm angry with them. Sons, you are matured. We hear each other through the intention of the heart, not through our words. Words could be misaligned. When you're angry, you say all shit. And then if you hold on to that shit, because even that person doesn't believe that, what they said about you. But you are holding on to the shit for the longest time. When the devil has had such a field day because he found someone to hold on to shit. Even the devil knows this person doesn't believe that about you. But he's found a nice bait. You're a be smart son, yaar. We hear each other in spirit and in truth. And I look at the intention of your heart. Then if your intention is evil, I don't care what you're saying, man. Intention of the heart was good. Whatever, whatever. Huh? Wanted intention was good. Forget the words. F words and all. Check it. Yes, we are secure. Yes, mature sons. Where was I? Okay, ha. Jesus feeds the 5,000. Now see this. Jesus is life. He's born of life. The father has life. The son has life in himself. He is a new species. He's a new man walking. Okay? And after this, he came to make everyone else just like him. New man. So Jesus comes. There's a whole crowd. Now it's his idea. He's like, oh, they're so tired and all. Let's make them sit down and let's feed them. Then Jesus asked one of his disciples, what are we going to do? It says that he already knew what he was going to do. So then these disciples say, listen, even if you work for six months, we are not going to have enough money or the produce to feed them. Now, Jesus already knows that it's not going to come through toil and labor because his source is not from the patterns and cycles of this world. So now he says, then they say, Are we have some five loaves and two fish. Acha, seed is there. Seed is always there. That means you can always be something you have to be happy about he's given you. One testimony you have, just celebrate that. Okay? He gets five loaves, two fish. Say, thank you. No lack in my presence. Thanks. And it says that they ate as much as they wanted. Then after this, he says, no bread, no. But he is saying, I am the bread of life. Problem comes, how is he fixing it? He's not praying for them. He's saying, I am the bread of life. Yes. Symptoms in your body, but... I am resurrection 
and I am life. Relax. Okay? And then he feeds everybody. I love this, John 11, Lazarus. Lazarus comes, Lazarus is dead. What does he say? Everyone is crying. Jesus gets angry when they are crying. And then Jesus says, Did I not say that if you believe, you would see the glory of God? Okay? And then he is dead. And then Jesus says, But I am resurrection and I am life. And Lazarus who is dead becomes who Jesus is. That means the situation is changing by him seeing who he is. That is sonship. Sonship has got to do with everything with you. You don't run after your problems. In the midst of your problems, don't let your problems tell you who you are. That's it. This is who I am. And then you'll realize the father, the mother, the wife, the children, they all begin to change. They're all responding because you are waking up. You are believing. You've started resting in who you are. Yes? John 17. What is the prayer of John? I'm wrapping it up in two minutes, three minutes. What is Jesus praying? How many know what Jesus prayed? Jesus spoke these words, lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son that your son also may glorify you. As you have given him authority over all fresh flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as you have given him. And this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. I have glorified you on the earth. What is eternal life? That they may know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ whom you sent. I have finished the work which you have given me to do. And now, O Father, glorify me together with yourself, with the glory which I had with you before the world was. I have manifested your name to the men whom you have given me out of the world. They were yours. You gave them to me and they have kept your word. Now they have known that all things which you have given me are from you. For I have given to them the words which you have given me and they have received them and have known surely that I came forth from you and they have believed that you sent me. I pray for them. I do not pray for the world, but for those whom you have given me, for they are yours. He's saying, look at this. I pray for them. I do not pray for the world. For you have given them to me, they are yours, and all mine are yours, and yours are, all mine are, Father, all mine are yours. Okay? And I am glorified in them. Now I am no longer in the world, but these are in the world, and I come to you. Holy Father, keep through your name those who you have given me, that they may be, Jesus is saying, me and my Father are one. Now he's saying that they also may be, that means same dimag, mind of Christ, new man, this side. Okay, we are on this side. Sometimes you need the cross, this side of the cross. I had somebody write to me saying, what do you mean by this side of the cross? <laughs> what side? <laughs> I, said, are you, I said, are you hearing the audio? <laughs> I said, get the video. <laughs> it's because I must have drawn the cross at this side, this side. So, I am glorified in you. Now I am no longer in the world, but these are in the world, and I come to you. Holy Father, keep through your name those whom you have given me, that they may be one as we are one. While I was with them in the world, I kept them in your name. Those whom you gave me, I have kept, and none of them is lost except the son of perdition. See, this perdition is a big word. 
the, it means the son that was lost, Judas, that the scripture might be fulfilled. But now I come to you and these things I speak in the world that they may have my joy fulfilled in them. I have given them your word and the world has hated them because they are not of the world. They are not of the world just as I am not of the world. Like father, like son. They are not of the world. I am also not of the world. You are not of this world. You are not of this world. I do not pray that you should take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them by your truth. That means separate them by your truth. Your word is truth. That's it. As you sent me into the world, I also have sent them into the world. Same. Same, same. Matching. Same to same. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself that they also may be sanctified by the truth. You know, Jesus, sometimes I feel must be just sitting like, man, as you sent me, I have also sent them into the world. Chalo! Kaam karo! <laughs> the same way. But you can only do it first. You have to receive these truths. No, Then you will know. We can kick butt only if you know. If you don't know, he kicked your butt. Then don't say why. Jesus prays for all the believers. I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who believe in me through their word, that they all may be, as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me and the glory which you gave me, I have given them. Wow. That they may be one just as we are one, I in them and you in me, that they may be made perfect in Remember all the apostles, Ephesians, uh, those pastors, leaders, all praying for that perfect one? He is saying this is so that they all come to one. But oneness means what? You better know as he is, so am I. He can forgive sins, I can also forgive sins. He was laying hands on people, I am also laying hands on people. Son has life in himself, I also have life in myself. Son is born righteous. I am also born righteous. Like father, like son. Son has no lack. I have also no lack. Son is fathered. His whole life is rest. Even I am fathered, my whole life is rest. The people came and they said they could not touch a hand on him because the time had not yet come. No one can touch a hand on you because your time has not yet come. The prince of the earth is there, but he has nothing in me. So also the devil is here, but he has nothing in me. That's how powerful you are. No death can touch the sun because the sun is life. Wherever you go, darkness flees. Wherever you go, demons get tormented because you have come into that room. You're not commanding. You're speaking. To others, it looks like a command. You're simply speaking and things are shifting because your words are spirit and they are life. Jesus says the flesh profits nothing. Put it in the cupboard. Your flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. That's who you are. Okay? That's why you tell your husband, come. He will come. You don't say I command you to come. Just say come. It's a command. You didn't ask. It was a come. It was a command. 
That's how we got Geetu's husband one. When mom and I went to meet him, first we were all like, and then I just said, come. <laughs> and then I went, and I told Geetu, it was not a ask come. It was a command come. So we laughed. And then he came <laughs> for our first meeting ever party. And then he had the Christmas party also for us. That they may be one as we are one, perfect and one. And that the world may know that you have sent me and has loved them as you have loved me. Father, I desire that they also, whom you gave me, may be where I am. And they may behold my glory, which you gave me, for you have loved me before the foundation of the world. O righteous Father, the world has not known you, but I have known you. And these have known that you sent me. And I have declared to them your name and will declare it that the love with which you have loved me may be in them and I in them. You know, in Ephesians it says, he's praying, Paul is praying, that you be rooted and grounded in love. Then you will be filled with all the fullness of God. So first you have to be very secure that your sonship is not through your flesh. It is by birth. A son is not a sinner. A son is born righteous. And the evil one can't touch you. Because everything about you, you have life in yourself. The law of life. The new man. This is the new man. You separate yourself from the flesh. Every day your flesh will speak to you and condemn you. It gives you an evil conscience. And then in Hebrews it says, we sprinkle our hearts from an evil conscience. With the blood. That we can go boldly to the father. It simply means that rest assured that your sonship is by faith, by blood, by birth. Yes? So is sin what you do? What you don't do? Whole Hinduism, all, all religions are obsessed with this. What they do or what they don't do is right or wrong. You're out of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Your sonship is through the Savior. He is the door. Out of condemnation into life. So what did I write here? In Adam, you were a sinner. But in Christ, I am a son. So if you think you're a son, son and sinner are not together. They're two different species. A son has life in himself. Adam was created, but a son is born. Born righteous, born a king, born a priest. In the law of life. Why? Because you are born of life. Life is in you. Consciousness of sin, evil conscience, Adam has. Constantly the flesh condemns you. It says you sprinkle our hearts from an evil conscience. Constantly knowing that, thank God, my sonship, who I am, is by birth. My inheritance is by birth. I'm a partaker of his divine nature. I'm in the rest of God, just like Jesus. Your whole life is a finished work. And the whole of kingdom is on your side. A son is as bold as a lion. He speaks. A son is not a slave. He is a son. He will speak up. A son doesn't take shit. Says no to shit. A son does not call bad good. I call good good. I call bad bad. A son is an overcomer. A son hates evil. And everything of darkness. It's from the place of a son that I can subdue the things in the flesh. When you know you were born a son. Yes? So you're not getting dodged to and fro. We are on this side of the cross. That side. Which side? 
that side. Just say that side. <laughs> I'm on that side of the cross. <laughs> the other side. <laughs> okay, let's take a tithe. Uh, next week, we're going to talk about the uh, more of the new man. And um, some other sons are going to take it. You're going to love it. Don't miss it. Okay. Okay, let's take a tithe. Just say, Father, I'm a son in your kingdom. By blood, by birth, I'm born righteous. Yes, I'm born of life. Life is in me. And in my pathway, there cannot be death because I am life. All of this understanding that came to me today, Jesus, I thank you for it. And I give you a tithe. I offer it right now to you. Just thank him for everything that you heard. I just thank you, Jesus, for this truth. I thank you that it is secure and established in each one's heart. I thank you that their portion is life and life in abundance. In all areas, you came to give us life and life in abundance. I thank you for the new man. I thank you that Christ, it is you in us. You are the greater one in me, in them. I thank you that...